welcome to Gentlemen Don't Get Caught, a podcast that's mostly about REM. Uh, today, me, Lynn, and him... Ali. Ali. I didn't know who was doing that. <laughs> uh, are talking about uh, Perfect Circle, the sixth track on REM's first album, Murmur. It's different, this one. Very. Yeah, we haven't really had a, a song... Well, how many How many songs are there? There are five on Chronic Town, so... Ten? Eleven? <gasps> Into double figures already. Yeah, that's this kind of slow. I don't know whether it's technically a ballad, but I think in common parlance it could be described. Yeah, I was hesitant to use that word because I wasn't sure either. But <laughs> I have just thrown caution to the wind and used it. That's why I respect you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, right. Thoughts. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so it's more ballady, maybe. It's certainly slower, as you've said. Is that a Good thing generally for you, ballady songs. Do you like them as a rule? Do I like them? Uh, yes. Wrong answer. <laughs> that was a slightly equivocal yes, which I think I feel comfortable with. It was a very equivocal yes. It was almost like you suspected that I was laying some kind of trap. Yes, indeed. I thought maybe you were. I don't know. I enjoyed this one. I mean, I don't. It's not a song that really stuck in my head mm. beforehand. It's not, you know, it's not a song that I really associate with this album or even really mm. comes into my mind that often. But I was listening to it and, yeah, you know what? I did enjoy it. it. Even though I then looked up why I had a faint recollection that it was related somehow to a politician. Oh? And David Cameron chose it for Desert Island Discs. Oh, that's evil and bad. <laughs> so I don't know whether that changes your opinion of it. Oh, I could have continued the rest of my life ignorant of that fact. I'm sorry. And you have... I don't know why that was in my head. I'm pretty sure I've never heard the episode of Desert Island Discs. Well... Seems like one I would have skipped. Yes. Mm. Though that is interesting as a choice in that it sounds actually sincere. This is the thing that you kind of get with, supposedly, the thing with when politicians go and choose music is that that as a rule, they'll pick out super middle of the road and mainstream choices Mm. just to kind of like seem like the common man. And whilst R.E.M., aren't going to be anyone's, you know, no one's going to call them like this tiny, obscure band that no one's heard of, but it would have been much more obvious to choose something like Everybody Hurts or something well-known. I mean, you probably as a politician wouldn't necessarily choose Losing My Religion because that's <laughs> potentially controversial depending on who you're trying to appeal to. Maybe if you're a if you're a Soviet politician you're like yes and we should because Marxism is our real god. <laughs> I mean wait that's not how I'm supposed to express it. <laughs> um, yeah I see what you mean though it's like I mean it's not their most obscure song but it's certainly a deeper cut. Yeah you could genuinely call it a deepish cut. Yeah the, the only other newsworthy bit about that was that uh, he also added a Smith song to his Desert Island Disc collection. Mm. And then Johnny Marr pronounced that he was forbidden from liking the Smiths. <laughs> yeah. Um, although now you're just implicitly making me sad about Morrissey being such a terrible person. Yeah, initially I was like, oh, he likes an R.E.M. song whose politics probably don't align with his own, but Morrissey's mighty. 
Yeah, at this point. Who knows? I'm wondering whether we need to explain what Desert Island Discs is, but... Um... Possibly, or, I mean, there's a, such a thing as Google. Or yeah, it's it's an easy conceptually engine. thing. It's a very long-running yes. BBC radio show oh, yeah. where yeah. people of note go and choose songs that they would like to take with them to Desert Island. Yeah, or, or people of infamy in... Uh, David Cameron's case. <laughs> I mean, That's yeah, right. I, was, I, I was said of it. note in a very broad. <laughs> that was that was generous uh, of you. I, I'm, <laughs> there, there was no think... like value judgment implied. <laughs> I feel like it's my role on the uh, on the podcast to to be the uh, less cool head that definitely doesn't prevail. Who <laughs> just says randomly provocative things. I mean, at the risk of talking even more about David Cameron, which we've already done way, way too much for any sensible podcast. Yeah, this is this. I must, I must admit, this is not the way I saw this episode going. <laughs> no, I just got dragged into. I got dragged down the desert island, this rabbit hole. Do desert islands have rabbits? If they do, it probably makes surviving easier. I don't know. Does the fact that he chose all these things that I've done by the killers is that a confession? <laughs> yeah. I would imagine it was. Was this before or after before the pig incident? The infamous. Uh... Oh, did you say the pig? <laughs> oh, oh, dear, dear yeah. listener, dear listener, <laughs> d- d- uh, if you, if you're not um, from the same neck of the woods as as Lynn and I, just Google David Cameron and pig, and that that will uh, yeah. Then erase your browsing history. <laughs> yes. It may raise a chuckle. So I really don't know. This is a very eclectic mix of songs on this list, but there you go. So apart from being liked by a very dubious character, is there anything positive we can say about this song? Yeah, it's much more meditative than most of the REM strikes that we've had before. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think it's... Oh, it's just... It's pretty beautiful. It's a pretty beautiful song. Yes, I was going to say it has very pretty piano and guitar. And I think the chorus like really elevates it. Like the way it starts and I think that's the the very vague recollections of hearing this song previously before revising it for this podcast. I was like, "Oh, it's a bit drawly is the wrong word. It's a bit drawn out. It's like no 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 and you're like it's okay. And then it just sets that up. <laughs> that was a very that was a, a, a startlingly accurate rendition. Thank you. And it but it, and it sort of drones on it and then but it just sets up like the chorus and it just like really elevates it and it's like standing too soon. And uh, that doesn't do it justice. It's like it turns what is at the start is just alright into something that's really like quite beautiful. That's my thought on Sonic. Yeah, I, I, I think having, I would have agreed agreed with you as well that, that this, in recollection, before revisiting this album, I wouldn't hmm. have pegged this as as a standout song. But as I come around to it again this this time, I'm kind of like this is probably one of the standout songs on this album for me. I mean, maybe that's because it's. It, like literally is quite different to the other ones in in being uh more of a slow song but yeah it's it's really pretty as well and i i don't think of myself as being somebody who ordinarily tends to like a lot of this kind of a song but i think it's really it's really nicely done i i noticed that t- just over the 2 minute mark it almost like 
comes to an end. It seems like it's coming to an end. It like peels right back to just a drum and then it comes back in for like a kind of final final verse. And I feel like that's quite a... Uh, maybe bold choice is going a bit far, but it's... Yeah, it's just... It's very good dynamics, I guess. It, it's it, It's like a nice like structural choice yeah it's lovely and i don't know i know oh, again completely lacking in the psychic knowledge of anything um but in my mind i can't really think of a similar just like tonally in a kind of slow and like beautiful build and like really for for, for years i think of someone like automatic for the people mm. but that was you know quite a long time there's like six albums later or something i mean i might be the wrong number of albums i'm sorry well whatever um but i mean give me the choice of this and everybody hurts to take to my desert island (laughs) perfect circle i was thinking of like night swimming it's a while since i've heard that song but that's that's that would be a harder choice between this and like oh yeah much rather this than everybody hurts yeah which i see what you mean is like thematically kind of similar but yeah yeah it's less obvious and just maybe it's a pretentious word to use i i almost like feel like this is quite a cinematic song like i can Mm. i can i i I can almost imagine if i was if i were making a um a kind of melancholic love story set in the mid 80s (laughs) about a relationship that was passionate but doomed i would i would try and work this in at some point it's sort of ambiguously nostalgic yeah where it's not it's not clear to me either like lyrically or from the sort of feel of the song whether it's positive nostalgia and they like remember when things like we're talking about acquaintances and friends and things like when things were great like there was a moment like a perfect kind of moment where everyone was together and there was a sense of togetherness or whether it's kind of the opposite where like remember when you were younger and you were in a party or that kind of place and you felt awkward and out of place mm. and like there's you know the perfect circle is almost well ironic maybe is quite the wrong word like but you're not included in that you'd like there's a sort of so situation that you'd feel excluded from but that you're within that situation and and I couldn't really read it either way uh, but I'm, maybe that makes it better there's quite a few ominous words in there like you've got gallows and and shallow and shadows in there and it's they're all kind of like melancholic or sinister words i don't know what 11 gallows on your sleeve could possibly mean i guess <laughs> someone's got a really weird christmas jumper yeah some weird fringe going on that somebody is <laughs> is really taking in a particularly dark way but it's 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 quite poetic even if it is freaking morbid <laughs> yeah it's amazing just words like like hair and dress and 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 shoulders just some like body parts <laughs> it sounds sinister again um just kind of like conjure images you know in a way that i don't think necessarily pre- previous songs this album have no so yeah it feels great and i wasn't sure that i was expecting to like on it's definitely something that has stuck with me that on repeated listens like i've grown to appreciate it more rather than just the first time through or like it's not a song that gets caught in your head when you hear the intro no but yeah it's just it's great yeah 
agree. And I finally found something I agree with David Cameron about. Yeah, it's the, the exception that proves the rule. <laughs> Right, anything else to talk about? No, I think that I think that's good. Cool. I can go to the loo now. <laughs> well, thanks dear listener for joining us for uh, another track and we'll see yeah, you. Yeah, thanks very much. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave you to the outro. <laughs> no, you can You should go. Turn on narrator. Toggle switch on. gdgcpodcast@gmail.com. Oh, that's evil and bad.